y'all. Katie here with Team Evo AZ at EXP Realty. Thank you so much for listening to our show. We are super excited for this season. As you know, we are based in the Phoenix, Arizona area. But what you may not have known is that we're growing our team nationwide and we have already started. So if you know of anybody that is looking to buy or sell throughout the country, no matter what state it's in, please contact us. We'd be happy to help. We'd be happy to offer advice. And if you know of anybody that is either getting into the real estate industry or is looking for an awesome change in their career and in their lives, we are also hiring real estate agents across the country. Thanks again and enjoy the show. Hey, everybody, it's Katie and Matt back with another episode of R-E-A-L, which stands for Real Estate and Life. So it's Real with Matt and Katie. And today we're going to talk a little bit about real estate and a little bit about life. <laughs> Funny that. Wow, what a coincidence. I know. Our title is good. Describes the day very, very well. Hello, Mr. Alex. What's up, everybody? What's up, Katie and Matt? How are you Hi, doing Alex. today? I'm doing great. I'm doing marvelous. How are you guys doing? Pretty well. Just wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> it's freezing, which, sorry, <laughs> East Coast people. I know we have yeah. no reason to complain, but when it's 100 and whatever it is for however long here in Phoenix, it tends to thin your blood. So yeah. anything under 70, you're just like, <laughs> Even though where we're from, they got like some parts almost four feet of snow in New Hampshire. Like, it's ridiculous. I have friends that are posting pictures of, like, their cars not even visible in their driveway. It's that much snow. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all set. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take the sunshine that I see peeking out behind Alex's head. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) That's the only thing that's keeping me warm right now. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, enough about that and more about real estate. So today we're going to talk a little bit about a very, very, very important document that, um, that buyers receive during a transaction, during a purchase transaction here in the, I mean, I guess it's Arizona wide. Yeah, it's Arizona. Yeah. I think they probably do it in other states, but this one is Arizona specific. Right. Um, so anytime you're purchasing a property here in the state of Arizona, this is a document that you 100% should receive. If you don't, there's a big problem. Um, but you absolutely should take a moment and go through it. So it's not one of those documents where, okay, let's face it, we're not supposed to but let's face it, uh, we get kind of robo signy, right? Like, uh, it's just another document. Okay, fine. Yeah, fine. Okay, I'll sign it. This is something you don't want to robo sign. You really want to look at each and every page, go through each and every heading, and make sure that that there are um, obviously there are things on here that you want to investigate during the inspection period. So you want to get this up front, like at the beginning of your transaction. Yeah. It's a really important document to us here on the team, um, especially when we have first-time buyers or especially when we have people who have never purchased property in Arizona before. Super, super important that we go over this document with them in detail. So I'm going to bring it up on the screen and we're going to talk about it. All right. So here it is. The buyer advisory. You recognize this document, right, Alex? Absolutely. Talk to me about this. Tell me about it. When do you incorporate this in your transaction? When do you talk to your buyers about this and why? Well, actually, we, we, uh, we have the buyer advisory when we submit an offer. Um, and the reason for that is we want to um, you know, show to the seller that our buyer is educated and understands the process. 
Um, now, we also, when we first meet a buyer, we'll also give them the buyer advisory too, because we want them to familiarize themselves with the process and what to investigate when they're looking at properties. Um, now, just like you said, for first time home buyers, you know, they're, they're not going to know every little thing um, to look out for. This document tells them every little thing and then some to look out for. Um, so it is a very important uh, document for not only first time home buyers, but people who haven't, you know, shopped for a house in five to 10 years, because it's going gonna, it's gonna to tell you, um, you know, to what to prepare for in your inspections, what the whole process is like, um, you know, everything that will go through an Arizona transaction. Absolutely. It's a little bit um, different than our buyer cheat sheet, which kind of yeah. brings you through like each piece of the transaction and kind of tells you what's going on there. Um, it's just yeah. like you said, and, and I'm glad that you deliver it when you do, because it's super important that a buyer receives this up front. I mean, if you look at the first page well, or second page, section one, and this just kind of spells it out. This is a big reason why it goes through all of the documents that you probably would see in a buyer transaction. Yeah. You know, I mean the MLS printout, why is that important to get Alex? Well, the MLS printout is going to say all the facts and uh, facts uh, and figures about the property. Um, you know, the description, all the updates, um, you know, all the numbers in, of the features throughout, you know, how big of a, a lot it is, how big of a, uh, how big of a, the square footage of the house, um, you know, little things like when each, each item was updated, your, your HOA fees, your HOA capital improvement fees, um, transfer fees, all of those things. So you want to know all the facts and figures about the property. Absolutely. There's going to be a lot of information on that MLS uh, printout. Yeah. And, and I think it also allows you know, everyone to be a little bit more proactive. Um, you know, yep. there's so many moving parts in a, in a transaction and there's so many different types of systems and different types of issues that need to be explored when purchasing a home. And if you kind of don't think about this going into it, you know, people get emotional. They're now in contract with their, with their dream home. Um, they're dealing with their finances with the, with the bank. Now all of a sudden they're starting to consider all this stuff you, if you're not, if you don't proactively think about that beforehand, you can really cause yourself some um, undue stress um, by considering all this after the fact. So I think you know the way that Alex does it, even you know before or right when we're when they're filling out the contract, is is just great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. And there's some things on here that you know just in this section one is section one is super important, mm -hmm. right? There are things in here that you want to make sure that you get during your transaction. If there is an HOA, you want to see the HOA disclosures. You want to go through those and make sure that you agree to everything because like, what if your dream home is in a community where you can't park a work truck yeah. and you're an electrician? Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Yep. It sucks to find that out at the last minute. Yeah. Or even, you know, once again, yeah, at the last minute or an inopportune time, that's just, you know, clouding your decision. Um, and especially if you're hustling at that last minute to find out what that entails, can you get around it? Um, HOAs nowadays, they're not as responsive. <laughs> they're pretty busy. So very busy. trying to get information from them in a, in a short amount of time is, is usually not possible. It's super difficult, yep. honestly. I mean, we're having to put rushes on things yeah. now with HOAs that we never had a rush before. And, and I think that actually just kind of 
it, it kind of relates to everything. I think everything that you're trying to do real, real estate related nowadays, whether it's getting a good vendor out there or getting anyone to explore these, these, these concerns that you might have last minute is, it's not, it's very difficult. Um, yeah. So once yeah. again, by kind of skimming through this document, it's really going to bring up maybe to that, to that buyer, something that, may be important to specifically them and not someone else, but spark that, oh, I need to really maybe kind of get some ducks in a row to explore that further um, versus waiting. Absolutely. So section number two, this, this whole document is super important. So I'm going to say section number two is super important too. And you're going to hear me say that throughout the entire podcast today. She repeats today. herself a lot. I'm used to it. Come on. <laughs> um, but anyway, it is. And Alex, I'm sure you have some stories that'll curl your toenails about section two and this is yeah. the list of everything that buyers should investigate and may not think about investigating um like you've got uh, a full remodel let's just say the property that you've got your offer on is a full remodel investigate who did that remodel mm -hmm. investigate if it needed permits pulled um you know investigate those portions uh, are there any manufacturer warranties on any of the materials used investigate those portions of the remodel um square footage is a huge one huh alex like how many times have we run into a house that has totally wrong square, square footage, footage yeah. and oh, we've yeah, made absolutely. it right and we've made an offer on a property that we thought was larger than it actually yeah. is that's going to screw with us during the appraisal period a little bit, I would think. Yeah. The other big one in here too, and it's, it's, it's something that a lot of people don't think about in Arizona just because we don't have a lot of rain, but it's also flood insurance and floodplain status. I know, Alex, we've, we've dealt with this a few times. The, this thing is, is oh, with yeah. flood insurance and floodplains, this is forever changing. So people don't really think of that. Sometimes you go into a community, especially up when you're in more rural areas like Queen Creek and all these outlying areas, they could change in a year. If all of a sudden FEMA decides to say, hey, you know, this is going to be an issue, um, people don't think about it. So it's one of those good things to read and you'd say, hmm, maybe I should look real quick. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah. I had a, a transaction in Apache Junction that was right up against the wash. And, you know, the way they scale... Uh, floodplains is the amount of years it takes to get a flood and this was a one out of a hundred years mm -hmm. and uh and it was still a floodplain so we yeah. had to get flood insurance on it and we didn't know that until the last moment we were representing the the uh the seller and um and the buyer was on the verge of not qualifying for the property just because she needed uh, 20 to 30 dollar more a month flood insurance on the property so it was uh so there's just so many interesting things that can can occur that you want you want to know and investigate in advance oh absolutely i mean mold i don't yeah. know so do you guys ever hear this saying oh it's arizona it's super dry there mold is a very 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 rare thing yeah. well let me tell you what it's not yep there are a lot of properties yeah. that we've had even this year this that, that have, yeah, last month, <laughs> this month, right now, yeah, yeah, that have mold issues. And, um, you know, obviously that can be caused by a variety of things. Um, but this particular issue that I had a couple of months ago, there was like a hairline crack in the shower, hairline. And over years of use, it just, you know, it, it has to have a water source and it has to have warmth in order to grow, right? And so years of use the 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 water source continued and continued and there was mold all underneath the bathtub wow 
Yeah. And it was yeah. crawling into the, there was, it was an unfortunate situation. There was a, a little kid, a baby's bedroom was behind that. And it was starting to seep into and starting to grow into yeah. his closet. And that baby has three arms now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You don't get that from me. No, no, no. But I mean, the, the homeowners had no clue. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. And I mean, your situation too. I don't think the homeowners had a clue no either. They had, humid, they had all this stuff because he has respiratory issues. But the, the thing that you learn too in Arizona though, is it, it, it is a little less common, but especially the, the very, very dangerous ones, Stucky Botkiss, Black Mold, most people know. All these ones that need to live in this environment for a long period of time. <laughs> Um, where with Arizona's climate's always changing, and that's usually what's also changing the source of the water, um, it, that kind of protects us a little bit. But needless to say, it's super important that if you feel like you have respiratory issues, it's an older home, or there's signs of possible water intrusion or water, you know, those elements that make mold, it's it's probably worth it to get the quick little mold test and uh, see what's up. Yep. Yeah, it's a little bit of extra money, yeah. but I would rather know mm -hmm. what I'm getting into or know that it's clear and yeah. I'm not getting into something before I go drop tens of thousands of more dollars on a property because, yeah. you know, they're not cheap. Yeah. Nope. The way I always tell my clients is it's worth it to spend a couple hundred bucks rather than a couple hundred thousand bucks on a house. Yeah. So investigate it. <laughs> totally. Um, another big one for us, I know, um, are sewer pipes. Yeah. Now we do a lot of sewer pipe investigation, um, you know, not so much on the newer homes, but more so on the older homes. I mean, I know it's a rule of thumb for you to suggest a sewer inspection, you know, sewer pipe inspection on what age do you usually do that on? What age and older? Usually before, I mean, it, it, it honestly depends on the areas too, but usually before the 80s, um, yeah. Yeah. you know, between, I mean, between uh, 70 to 80s, sometimes they're using, uh, BS, but at the same time, you just never know. Some some neighborhoods yeah. and areas are different. Um, yeah. Some builders were different than in the material they use. But usually before eighty, I suggest it. Um, yeah. uh, before seventy, I I I, I absolutely suggest it um, because you, you just never know what's going to occur. I mean, I've had um, you know seventies properties pop, pop up with with branches in their their pipes or or old piping, uh, cracked piping or collapsed piping. Um, you know, if your home is definitely in the forties, fifties. Um, and you have no idea what the condition or uh, the material that's uh, in the sewer line, you definitely want to have that. You, you definitely want to know. You want to have it in the back of your head if it's going to be something you're going to have to deal with or if it's good right now. So, yep. I, I, yeah, it's, it's, a huge, it's a huge thing. And it's a huge cost because if something's wrong with it down the road, like you said, with those remodeled properties, what if they had the jackhammer, all that beautiful new tile in your house, to get to the sewer line. So you yep. want to know before you, 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 you go ahead with the purchase. It's happened. And that expense, not only are you now ripping up all your beautiful tile, you just paid premium dollar for probably, but the whole situation in and of itself is quite an expense too. I mean, you're talking what, several thousand dollars to get your sewer yeah. line. No, yeah, like for, a, for, let's just say a 1500 square foot house in Phoenix, Twelve to thirteen thousand dollars to have it resleeved, and that's there's a whole yeah. different technology, and we should actually do a podcast on that because we could go for hours on that. Um, 
but I definitely, definitely think that, yeah, if your home is below 1980s or you're looking at a home below 1980s, um, get it scoped. We work with a great, great person that actually does it for free. So if you are in that position, reach out to us. Um, but I think, yeah, we'll definitely touch back on this one. We will. I do want to do an, an episode on it too, because one thing that I'll add to this episode, and we'll, we'll do it again when we probably see if we can get Toby on actually with us, um, is a lot of these cities offer insurance for the yeah. sewer pipes. So like, yeah. I know for sure Scottsdale does. I know Mesa does. Yeah, I know do. Phoenix does. Phoenix. They all do. Yeah, they, they all do. Yeah. So make sure you pay attention because we're going to have that podcast coming up. Yeah. So we're not giving you any more information. You have to watch that one. Yeah, that's it. Okay. All right. That's his way of saying move on to the next thing, Katie. Um, okay. So I do it in a good way. <laughs> section three, he knows me. So section three um, is, again, super important. Wow. Surprise, surprise. Um, but there are a few in here that I feel like people don't really pay a lot of attention to. Um, one of them specifically is the sex offender list. I don't yeah. know. And, and, you know, me being a mom and having a lot of clients that are moms and, you know, with young families and things like that, I know that it's important to people yet. They don't think to check that out. Mm -hmm. And, um, it can be very surprising when you do that to, to really see where exactly you live and where, yeah. you know, these registered people live. Yeah. And it's, and it's one of those things that even as a real estate professional, we have, it's kind of strange that we aren't even allowed to really tell We can lead you to the resources to look up this information, um, much like crime stats and stuff like that. But it's not something we can provide you as a professional and mm -hmm. say, Hey, I looked at this last night and you should be concerned. Right. We cannot do that. And neither any representative can. So that's why it's important to read through this because if it is important to you, at least we can say, Hey, go to this site, do your research, figure out if it's a comfortable level. Is there a comfortable level? I don't know, but it seems like in the city, it's something we need to uh, kind of accept nowadays. Um, but yeah, number three is a great one to, to, to rip through. For sure. It was crazy. One day I sort of dove into the crime stats and the sex offender list in my area a few houses ago. And uh, I found out one of my <laughs> friend's husbands was on the sex offender list. That was cool. So careful what you, <laughs> yeah. Uh, careful how deep you dive down it. But anyway, that's that. So the next section is other methods to getting information about a property, which I think people also don't think about. And I know that we always suggest this. I always suggest this to my buyers. Like, you know, when you have, when you've identified a home and you're either under contract or you're really seriously considering putting an offer in, drive by that home, sit yeah. in front of it or yeah. don't be too creepy, 100%. but you know, like, and sit there a couple of times a day, go at night, go exactly. late at night, go yeah. early in the morning, see what's going on there. Yeah. Yeah. I have a funny story about that. I did the same thing with the house that I'm in right now. And, uh, I would drive by it like two to three times a week at, at during the afternoon and at night. And one time at night I saw a homeless person, uh, uh walking a, a shopping cart across and I was like, Oh my God. I was like, oh, shoot. Oh. And Jubilee had something to say about that. Yeah, yeah. She's like, "What neighborhood did you put me in?" But uh, <laughs> but at, at that time, I was I was seriously like, I was like, "Oh man, I I don't know if I should be buying this house." But it turned into you know a beautiful, clean neighborhood. I think that was just a freak occurrence. But 
it was uh it was funny but do it drive by around your neighborhood see what your neighbors are up to because you don't know that see what they're parking in talk the to them yeah, yeah talk to them it's super important and uh but, but don't just yeah. talk to one talk to uh, a couple each one can have yeah. a different opinion on, yeah. on the neighborhood. I totally agree totally agree we did that on our last house that we bought we went and talked to all the neighbors in the cul-de-sac there were like what four or five of them so and i have a lot of buyers that do it i have buyers that'll door knock they'll go door knock on everybody's door and oh, yeah. up and down the street I, I should give them some flyers when they do that, but they will because they want to investigate. They want to meet these people and they absolutely should do that. Yeah. Um, so that first page of the buyer advisory is kind of the summary yeah. of what the rest of the pages have. And um, the, the following pages get a little bit more deep into each section um, and each document, as you can see here. And I like it because you can click on each link and it and it's an interactive so it's very very easy to do your research and you know you can anyway it's easy because <laughs> you can click on them um so I, I really like this document a lot for that um again so this is all of the documents that we kind of briefly discussed in section one and you just go through and it makes it a very very easy way to go through everything and to um, you know, do your own investigations. Obviously, as your representation, you know, if it's one of our buyers, this is something we'll go through with you and we can talk um, in more in detail about any one of these um, topics in any of these sections. Alex, I'm sure you do a lot of buyer coaching on that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's imperative you want them to know as much as they can to be comfortable with the property and comfortable with the process itself so as much coaching and as much educating you can you know about the process or what to investigate um, just makes it a better process for everybody it makes everybody a little bit more confident and comfortable I absolutely agree and I will actually link uh, a copy of the buyer advisory to the show notes today so if anybody wants to get a look at that it'll be really you know how I like the quick links so it'll be right there for everyone. Anything else or any other stories that you guys want to add before we go about the buyer advisory? Or I mean, I know we all have crazy stories because yeah. collectively, I think we've been in real estate for what, I don't know, 40 years um, between the three of us. So I'm sure we have some stories, but. Yeah, no, and I just think once again, it's, it's a tool that's just been kind of brought into our marketplace within the last decade. I remember selling real estate when they didn't have a buyer advisory. Um, and, and, and which is crazy to think so old you are, I know, right. <laughs> Look who's talking. Um, so the, uh, I, once again, I think that it's, it's a great tool to use because there are so many moving parts. There are so many pieces of this contract There's so much to explore. And this really just helps you kind of bullet point it, make it simple. So you're not overwhelmed, um, yeah. and figure out a, a good proactive path to walk as you, uh, buy a home. Yep. Yeah, Super important it stuff. Gives you the sense. It gives you the sense that you are not only just investigating the house itself, but the surrounding areas around you too. Yeah. So it, it it opens you up to it opens your eyes to not just the home, but everything else, everything around you, next to you, down the street to you. So that's what I like about the buyer advisory. And I like it too for the the comfort level of the buyer. So. 
Um, yeah. You know, it's, especially if you're doing it for the first time, it's a super huge big deal to buy a house. And it, isn't it nice to know and feel like at the end of the day, I investigated absolutely everything there is to investigate. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Yeah. And it, it, it's also going to remove that possibility, which can happen to anyone with that whole buyer's remorse or all of a sudden like that late night wake up, did I do everything I was supposed to do? Or I should have done this or maybe the wife telling you, you should have done that. Um, so husbands out there, make sure you read the buyer advisory. It'll save your house and your marriage. Okay? <laughs> awesome guys. All right. Well, Alex, if somebody would like to get involved with some absolutely epic buyer representation, of course they would call you. What's your number? My number is 480-442-5743. So feel free to call, text, or anything. I'm always available. Awesome, guys. All right. Well, everybody, here's what we would like you to do. Please follow us on any uh, podcast platform. Mm -hmm. I totally forgot what I was going to say. On any podcast or whatever your favorite podcast platform is, I should say. Um, we quite like iTunes. And then I know that there are some um, other users that use Google. Was it Google Podcasts? I think that's Android. Android. I think it's Google Podcasts. But anyway, whatever platform that you like to to listen to your podcast on, definitely download, like, rate, review us. Uh, we would love to. We would love your help to get more of this real news out to the real people. Absolutely. And if you're looking for information on real estate, or you're actually thinking about getting involved in real estate, don't hesitate reaching out to us. That's we true. That dance. We have danced that dance. We, um, I mentor quite a few new agents actually. And also we are hiring team members across the country. So that's a really good point. And, uh, let us know if you guys want to get into real estate. All right, guys. Thanks, have an awesome Alex. day. Bye. Yeah, of course guys. You everybody have a great day. Bye. Thank you.